Yes, people, it's episode 193 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? It is late, this podcast, because I was meant to record it on Friday, knowing how busy I'd be on Saturday and Sunday. But I had some bad news on Friday. One of my childhood friends had uh, found out he'd passed away the day before. So obviously I wasn't in the mood to be recording a podcast. But I'm here now uh, on a Monday, so better late than never as they say, and um, yeah, so here we are, well I say better late than never, that's only with good news, right, with this podcast, I guess, uh, this podcast would be good news for you, so better late than never, but if it's bad news, then it is better never than late, so you'd just rather not have the bad news, right, I guess so, uh, but yeah, why was I busy Saturday and Sunday, uh, Saturday I was out with my friends, it was my friends, not stag, it was a gathering, um, he's not calling it a stag because he still wants to be able to have his stag next year even though he's getting married next month he still wants his stag so this wasn't a stag that's that's the party political uh, line we're taking it isn't a stag it was a gathering we had a few drinks and that was it I didn't drink I was sober even though it was a pub crawl um, it's interesting being sober on the pub crawl um, my friends weren't actually annoying at all but some were progressively getting more and more drunk and it's just funny being the sober one, all that happens is you just anticipate uh, when something is about to go wrong. So, um, so yeah, you can see what was happening there. Right, uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, no, so we're talking about the Saturday, that happened Saturday, what else happened? Um, Sunday, played football. Um, Sunday was... Uh, well, I didn't actually play, didn't play football. I was a sub. Unbelievable. Sub on Sunday. Then ran around, had to run some errands, then recorded the Green Room podcast where we covered a lot of the topics I would be covering from the week. So anything to do with the week, really. So uh, Stormzy versus Chip was covered in the Green Room podcast. Um, Coyote talking about his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend cheating on him. Um, MBEs about whether we'd accept MBEs or not. Also, what else did we cover in that pod? Um, there's a few other things, but it's just a general week roundup. There's nothing really that I can talk about this week that's happened that I haven't spoken about on the Green Room podcast. So that's that really. The only thing I can talk about is what's been going on in my life, and that was it. It's just the the gigs. We was down in Croydon, and that was fun. It's a fun gig, Junior Booker. So that that's a cool cool gig, and um, that's it really with gigs. They really done done much. Um, what else went on Saturday? Yeah, just the pub crawl on Saturday. Today I'm recording it on Monday, which is a bit wild recording the pod on Monday, um, which is my anniversary. And we we agreed that you know we've got financial commitments, the pandemic, all this stuff. Let's not get each other gifts. Um, you know, let's just. Do something nice and not get each other gifts. Because ideally, we would have gone away this weekend. That's what would have happened. But um, it's all a bit mad. So we couldn't go away this weekend because of, you know, just lockdown and, like I said, financial commitments. So no presents. But I know women lie and it's our first anniversary. So I wasn't going to turn up empty-handed like a mug. So um, flowers, cards, perfume. A little box, because it's paper, right? Your first wedding anniversary. Box, 52 uh, promises or dates. You know, like IOUs. That's that's what I've got 
Her, although she hasn't seen that or the flowers yet. Um, so no, I've got those. And the perfume I've got her uh, was perfume I'd already bought her before. <laughs> I didn't even realise. Like, the thing is, the most recent perfume I bought her. So don't worry, I kept the receipt. So we're just going to get something else instead. A different perfume. When she'll wear it, don't know, because we don't go out anymore. Not allowed out, are we? In by 10. Um, it was just fun. That was the funny thing about the stag, actually. Well, not stag, the gathering, drink gathering, was how you get to, like, 9 o'clock. If you've been drinking since midday, like, you know, they had, naturally, you get to about 9, and, you know, the, the sun's gone down, the lights are on. You're now kind of ready to go out, out. You're now ready to chase the night. What's going on? What's out there? What adventures are out there for us? So their energy was like peaking. Whereas I had peaked at about seven. Because I wasn't drinking. So I was like, mm, yeah, I mean, like ten's a reasonable time to go home. That means I can get back to my house before midnight. I mean, yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> so it's your attitude, your perspective, your trajectory across the night is just so different. So, so different. But, um... What else we got on? There's no football been on um, because it's international. That just doesn't count. Too long's passed since the craziness of the Premier League weekend of last weekend. So lucky for United and Liverpool fans. Won't be talking about that. But um, I think yeah, there isn't really much for me to talk about this week, sadly. Um, that I said I didn't cover in the green room pod. I mean, even if I have a quick look on on Twittergram. I mean, it's nothing. Saw um, Bill Burr was on SNL. This is great. Bill Burr was on SNL. He hosted that. People talking about him getting cancelled. And I've realised with this cancellation thing, or any issue on the internet, it's um, it's the reflective voices that are, are bigger. The echo is bigger. The reaction is bigger than the thing that actually happens. Let me explain. So let's say I go on TV and I say something controversial about, let's say, gay people. I'll say something controversial about gay people. So the reaction from that will be, obviously, gay people complaining, rightfully, rightly or wrongly, whatever, that they're complaining online, and people who are just offended on, you know, just on behalf of gay people. But what will be bigger than that is the people reacting to the offence. Even those who haven't even seen the offence are just reacting to the offence. Like, oh my God, everyone is so sensitive. Do 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 do, And it'd be that voice that is actually bigger. So it's like the offence to the offence. I'm offended by you being offended. That voice is always bigger. And that's what I felt with this Bill Burr thing. I just got sent so many messages going, they're trying to cancel Bill Burr. I was like, who? Where? They're like, and they'll just be showing me pictures and and tweets of people talking about him being cancelled. Not actually anyone trying to cancel him. Not even like anyone even complaining about what he said. Just people complaining about people complaining about what he said. Well, that's that's not that's not a thing. What is that? It just seems to happen all the time, man. And uh, the way to get around that is just to turn your computer off. Turn it off. How about that? Turn it the fuck off and get on with your life. That's what you need to do. Um, right, let's get on some Dear Deirdre because I have got naff all to talk about. Um, 
even if I have a, a cursory look on on Twitter, it's nothing. Um, uh, no, 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 nothing, 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 nothing. No. All right, cool. So let's get to Dear Deirdre. This, uh, this part's going to be short. It's going to be like 20 minutes. Dear Deirdre, uh, did a, I did swinging to please my man, but I draw the line at threesome with gay man. Wow. Okay. What well, way for your man to come out the closet? Hey, babe, can you help open the closet for me? Um, I love my partner and even did the swinging thing to please him, but now I'm not sure I want to fight for our relationship. We've been together for six years and always had a very sexual relationship, having sex two or three times a day. I am a woman of 36 and he is 42 with a very high sex drive. I didn't always want sex as often as he did, but it made me feel very wanted and appreciated. Uh, we had been together for 18 months or so when he said he wanted to try swinging. I wasn't keen at first, but he didn't stop going on about it and I wanted to be a good girlfriend. In the end, I agreed, but we went to a swinging club. It wasn't as glamorous as I expected, but the couples we got involved with were fun the good fun, and my partner would always say I was by far the hottest woman there, which made me feel good. I wasn't crazy about it though. We'd gone off a bit even before the pandemic arrived and they stopped the club for a while. It was usually the same faces and bodies week after week. I'd hope it's the same faces and bodies. It's not just the same faces and different bodies. That was going on. I uh, just swapped faces with Greg. Ah, oh, brilliant. Um, so it stopped feeling so excited. Yeah, I imagine you're now just in a relationship with like 20 other people. Now my partner is saying he wants to arrange a special threesome just for us with a gay or transgender man. But says he's not gay or bi. So what's it about? As all his talk about it has put me off sex completely. Now he's calling me frigid, but I'm just not getting turned on anymore. The episode has brought up a lot of negative feelings for me. My partner says I'm lucky as he loves me very much and most women would love a relationship like ours. You, you can't, but I feel confused and I don't know what to do. You can't tell your partner they're lucky. You can say we're lucky to have each other. That's one thing. But say you're lucky. You're lucky you've got me. So because you're lucky you've got me, we're going to let this gay man in our bed. Is the problem that he's gay? Or is the problem that it's another man? Like, if you had another man in the bed, I don't know. Because that's, like, so homophobic to not let a gay man in your bed. <laughs> I'm like, how do I understand why your husband has specified that they be gay? Think about it. If he specifies it's just another bloke, then he expects that bloke to interact with you. But to specify the guy's gay, he wants that guy to interact with him. Uh, but he's not gay. Interesting. Well, let's see. Next one. I can't get up. Uh, I can't get an erection with a girl I fancy. It's never happened before. I fancy a girl like crazy, but I can't get an erection with her. My nerves kill everything off. Jesus. I've had sex with a dozen partners. This hasn't happened before. I'm 26 and this girl's 24. I started flirting with her at work four months ago. She began coming back to my place for the evening but i still haven't managed to have sex with her jesus she has been really nice about it so far but i worry it will happen every time because now it's in my head that i'll fail ah see what you need then it's a little bit of booze 
I know alcohol is a sedative, it relaxes you, so that probably wouldn't help, you'd think. But maybe just make you forget about it, that's all. Let's make you forget about it. Look, we've all been there. It's come to game time, match day, and uh, we've just not been up to the, up to the game. But you just got to forget about it. I think the issue is, is you like this girl. I wonder what all your previous sex has been like. Has it been with women that you like? Or has it just been like one night stands where it really doesn't matter about how you perform? I think maybe that's what might be it. Maybe you actually like this woman and you're now worried about if she's having a good time. So that's messed you all the way up. Maybe that's it. So maybe you just got to convince yourself you don't like her that much. And then just power away, son. Um, <laughs> no, or just, I don't, just, um, yeah, maybe that's what it is, maybe you just, you actually like her a lot, which is a weird way for your body to react, your body's let you down there, but, uh, we'll see. Uh, right. Oh, God, big yawn. Next one. Step too far. My partner's left me because I said her children were lazy around the house. Okay, how old are they? Uh, my partner left me because I think her children are lazy and should help out more around the house. Her daughter, who is 15, lounges around all day on social media. Her son, who is two years old. Oh, two years older. <laughs> I was like, why is this Todd the fucking hoovering? Um, so, her daughter, who is 15, lounges around all day on social media her son who's two years older is on his playstation non-stop and when school was off they wouldn't get out of bed until lunchtime i admit i got angry and threatened to throw them out unless they helped more their mum and i are in our late 30s uh, work full-time and have been together for 10 years a, a month ago uh, i came home one day to find they had taken all their belongings and gone Oh, taking all the blinds and gone. Uh, my partner texted saying she loved me, but can't cope with the way I hate her children. I love her so much, and I'm totally gutted. Um, I mean, you didn't say you hated her children. You just asked them to help out. Maybe it's the way you said it. Did you say, hey, guys, look, you're getting older now. You're in the house all day. We work full time before you was at school. So I don't really mind so much. But now you're at home. Can you just like help tidy up a little bit, please? And did they say like, fuck you, man. You're not my dad. Like, is that what happened? Or did it go the other way? Where you like just kicked off the door. Let off the 4-4. Just in their bedroom. You know what I mean? I mean, she's like, I'm getting changed. And he's just dragging her out by her hair. And he's like, oh, get off my sister. You just punch him in the dick. Just throw them both down the stairs, and you know what I mean? Clean the fucking sink! Like, what, is that what happened? Because then I can understand why the lady left with her kids. Um, don't know. Maybe it was somewhere in between those two extremes is what happened. I don't, I, I don't know. But once they've left, it's going to be hard to bring them back. Because now you're going to bring them back. And she's probably given ultimatum, say, under condition that you... Do not talk to my kids like that again. They're going to be taking like a shit on the dining table. It's going to be wild. Um, so I guess you've lost this. You've been here for 10 years though. You can't just give it up. Uh, you've got to talk it out. Talk it out. There you go. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, oh, this is deep. Why should I care? My husband needs me as his carer, but he's been cheating all his life. Well, if he's been cheating all his life and you hadn't left him then, then you're stuck with him now, without even reading the dilemma. If, it, if the cheating was that bad, leave. You should have left. But now you're going to actually have to do some extra work. Like, well, now you want to leave. No, 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 no. I wouldn't begrudge you leaving earlier. You can't leave now. You left at a terrible time. That's why you've got to dump people as early as possible. Soon as you think it's not working out, <laughs> just get out of the relationship because there's never a right time. And it's just going to get harder to leave the, more, the longer you're together. See, something like this happens. Imagine this guy's been an arsehole all your life and you've kept it bottled in. And then this happens and you're burdened with him. And now if you leave, everyone looks at you like you're the bad guy. And you're like, no, but he's cheated on me all my life. We don't care. We don't care, Mildred. You should have left then. Let's see. My husband's been diagnosed with dementia and I'm now his carer. But I don't see a man with a cruel disease. I see a man who constantly cheated on me and cared little for the feelings of me or our kids. I was He was unfaithful all through our marriage until he started losing his memory. <laughs> yeah, because he probably thought you was a new woman each time. Feeling you up in the kitchen and whispering in your ear, don't tell my wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But I don't see him. And, um, yes, so he was unfaithful. All for our marriage until he started losing his memory. He is 68, I'm 64. We've been together for 40 years. Um, three times I tried to leave, but he would never sell the house or let me move on. Aha! Now my sympathy dial is switching towards you. Now he's trying his best, but I have all the same hateful feelings as back then. Then just leave. Put him in a home and leave. And he's got dementia, so he won't remember that you left. If I vent my anger, he's forgotten half an hour later. The stress of it all uh, will get to me before he succumbs to the Alzheimer's. Listen, then just duck out. Change the colour of your hair and just be like, yo, what are you doing in my house? And you'd be like, what? Wait, aren't you my wife, Mildred? And you're like, no, I'm not Mildred. I'm Sally. And who are you? Just take all the family pictures down. Or just like Photoshop someone else in the pictures. And be like, get out the house. Get out. You don't live here. <laughs> that is so cruel. But um, it does solve your problem. I mean, you've really got an advantage here. That you have memory. Um, and he doesn't. Uh... So, yeah, that's what you need to do, man. Uh, right, one last one because I'll be talking for, yeah, so just get it over 20 minutes and then I think that's good enough for you. Uh, work woes. I've been groped three times by other men at work who keep showing me their bulges. You said other men, so are you a guy who's been groped? What is going on? Let's see. I've been groped three times by two separate team leaders since I started a new job where there are a lot of male contractors. What are you talking about? How does this happen? I didn't know this was a thing. Somewhere along the line, I think they realise I have a small penis 
and they have been showing me their bulges in their trousers any time they get the chance. What the hell? Where do you work? I'm a single guy, age 24. I'm worried when I'm trapped in confined spaces with one of them. You actually gonna get like sexually assaulted at work? Like, leave. Please leave. Like, this feels like a prison scene. I mean, I can't just say that like, every guy should be able to defend themselves and just, you know, be confident and just move on. But this just doesn't seem like healthy. This is that like you've been trapped in a cell with like the, the rapist of the wing. You're just at work. There's got, there's got to be more to it why you haven't left. Um, I don't want to make a complaint because they will know where I where it came from and people laugh. It is good money, but this is getting to a stage where I don't want to go to work anymore. Get a new job, man. Just leave. Just just leave. Please leave. Because um, there's no point even going through the, the channels of, you know, sexual harassment and stuff. And that's, that's a sad thing. But there's no point going through those channels because it won't be dealt with immediately. Uh, you'll be left there with these people. You'll be vulnerable. Even if they do deal with it immediately, they won't all get sacked. Their mates will be left there. I can imagine you're not the most popular and they're probably more popular than you. It's not usually the unpopular guy who sits in the corner eating sandwiches out of his lunchbox who also goes around groping people. It's usually the alpha male top guy, captain of the rugby team character. Um, so yeah, so just sadly. Um, yes, you... Nah, do what? Make the complaint. Don't, don't come into work anymore. There you go. There you go. Right. Sexual fantasy. One last one. Sexual fantasy. I only climax during sex with my girlfriend if I think about other women. Alright, just don't tell her. And there we move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? If your wife's name's Sally and you work with Emma from work... I mean, don't close your eyes and start grunting the name Emma in it, yeah? You should be okay. As long as it's as long as your penis is inside her vagina, you can think about whatever you want. You can think about punching kittens if that's what makes it hard, mate. Just just do that. But you don't have to tell her if you know it's gonna gross her out. Imagine. Some women are insecure about, you know, how they look from certain angles. Imagine if actually it's just that angle that turns you on. I like how her chin, she gets a double chin when she's laying on her back. That's what turns you on. You wouldn't tell her because you know that she would go, oh my God, I've got a double chin. Um, you're never having sex again. So just keep to yourself, mate. But let's see what you're saying. Um, I think about other women when I'm having sex with my girlfriend. It's the only way I climax. I'm not sexually attracted to my girlfriend like I used to be. Because you're probably used to seeing her. But if you're not sexually attracted at all, then okay, it's a different issue. Um, I'm struggling to maintain an erection with her. Okay, this mood might be a different issue. I mean, I, it's embarrassing and it seems stupid because she's gorgeous. All right, I think you've just got used to her then. That's the novelty's worn off. So maybe you need to find something a bit deeper about your connection. How about that? I'm 26 and my girlfriend's 24. We've been together for six years. Uh, I keep fantasizing about having sex with other women, people from work or my girlfriend's friends when i'm on a night out with my colleagues some are very flirtatious after a few drinks there's sexual tension with one woman in particular 
There's something about her that instantly turns me on. I know it's wrong, as I don't want to hurt my girlfriend. I value our relationship, but I fear that one day I'll give in to temptation. Every encounter with other women makes me weaker and weaker. I feel trapped. It's just because you're young. You've got to be young, and you think the grass is green on the other side. But I tell you this, Sean. When you do get on the other side, okay, it's not much cleaner. And the grass starts going yellow and monkey on that side of the, as well, you know what I mean? So your garden's cleaner where you water it, lads. But you've only ever been in one garden, so you don't know and you just think I'm chatting shit. So you're going to feel like, I need to hop over this fence. <laughs> but you don't, you don't, you don't. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Just close your eyes and think about those other women, but just don't go there. Um, if that's what's going to keep you, keep you sane, because I feel like you've probably got a really good girl there if you've been together for that long. That's a bond you won't be able to uh, to replicate. So I'd say stay with that. Yeah, stay with it. And you'll get to a point where you get older and the maturity, a switch will flick in your head and you'll be like, oh God, that would have been a waste of time. Grant, there's some guys out there who, when they were single, had a great time. And now they're in a relationship. So you'll feel like, oh, I missed out because I'm now stuck in this relationship. But I never had fun. But if you're thinking about it, stuck in a relationship, then just, just don't be in it. So I say. All right. Think, just think about why you don't. Why, a lot of guys. Like for me, when I was single, I, I was single. With the thing of, I know one day I'm going to settle down, so, uh, you know, I need to have fun now. That was me. But also, I didn't want to settle down because I wanted to be available for when someone decent came along. But then when you're with someone decent, then it's like, alright, well, that's what I was single for, right? So if you're in a relationship and you're with someone decent, then don't make yourself now single. Just to well, be single for a bit and then have to look for someone decent again. No, don't, don't make sense. Giving up your lunch to go out and buy lunch. like Don't don't make sense. Unless you really like going out and shopping. I don't know. Anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um, I've spoke for long enough. Just over 25 minutes. Um, so yeah, pod next week will be on time. Obviously this week. Yeah, it's a bit of a struggle to get out on time. But cheers for listening. That is the end of the pods. Uh, peace.